It's a good show. This is Sylvia Black on Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio, radios, Radio 8 Ball, Radio. We're Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're here in the studio. The show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And for seven musical divinations, we have been graced with the powerful music and grooves of Sylvia Black. Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> You. I, oh, I didn't know. It's like, it's like Chevy Chase. I'm like, oh, so, so, uh, yeah. Well, we we've been we've been doing these musical divinations here, and having one of these coming out every day. And this is our first our first episode of season two of this series, and it's been great. You've had some great guests. And uh, even some guests we were surprised we didn't didn't right. even know we were going to have until right before we had them. And it's been great getting to know you, Greg. Yeah. And we have one song left on the board, and you wrote it down before the show. And we know what the answer to the question is going to be. The answer to the question is what? Dandelion. Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just being, keeping it real. Yeah, like, dude, just not. I know it's okay. It's good. No, it's good. Yeah, we. I put. I put the artists. It's not. This is not the easiest show no, to do. It's, it's like a little part part-time job for yeah, a couple yeah, days. Yeah, but, it's, uh, um, it's. I. I it's like dandelion. a psychedelic trip. So anyway, so we have dandelion is the answer, and so. You know what the question is. Do you feel like it's a good answer to your question? I don't remember the question. Oh. That's a weird sci-fi question. Okay, so let's bring it out here, all you paper fetishists. Enjoy that. And here we go. <laughs> the question from Sylvia is, will a certain percentage of the human race become eternals and rule as gods over the rest of the population? And now the answer, dandelion. Oh 
Dandelion, the answer to Sylvia's question. Will a certain percentage of the human race become eternals and rule as gods over the rest of the population? That is a very specific and unique <laughs> question. Well, you remember Zardoz? Yes. Yeah. I remember that <laughs> loincloth. <laughs> yeah, he looks crazy. So the, the, the classic Sean Connery picture. So, uh, is that what the song was inspired by? I mean, the question was inspired by Zardoz, or why are you? Well, no, it just—it's just kind of the same thing. But no, it just there's a 
big movement, you know, the whole Aubrey de Grey and all these people who are trying to curse while, who's trying to find a way to live forever, really working on it, working on it hard and making strong inroads on it. And I'm just wondering how far will they take it? alleviating all kinds of things that deteriorate the body and finding ways to keep it alive for as long as it wants to be alive. Um, and will rich people have access to that? Is that going to be a real thing? Because so many amazing things have happened in the la- you know, in science and tech in the last century. And how much further is it going to go? Is it going to go to a point like that? You know, I, when I was... Uh, I had the opportunity to see Kurt Vonnegut speak before he died and he was on this panel in New York City it was a great weekend in New York City I got to see him talk and he someone asked him what gives you uh what gives you optimism he said I'm gonna die (laughs) and so I wonder about these people who want to live forever it's uh I mean I life is wonderful but uh but if it's wonderful, don't you want to hold well, on to it? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's wonderful. At the same time, we say it's wonderful to to get over the fact that it's all. It's also really hard. Yeah, and, and really th- hard for some people. And I don't. And I just mean like the. I feel like the older I get, the more I know, the more I feel like I know, the more I cl- I get close, sort of closed off because of my own maturity. Right. And I feel like if I if you know, after I had lived for a hundred or a hundred and fifty years and seen people die, I just feel like life would become—I don't know—harder to consciousness, not life. Consciousness would become more difficult. Just too heavy. Yeah, the more you know, the more experiences you have, the more things you have to regret, the more things you like. It just—it seems like it would be overwhelming. It's like that thing about we were talking about dreams, about how dreams are working out the unfinished thoughts, but you can only work out so many of them. And then you just have a, a hundred years worth of, God, I wish I had said that one thing at that one time. <laughs> Unless I get a time machine that yeah, lets me go back. That's true. So, uh, and then tell us about the background of the song, Dandelion. Um, I guess I was in Virginia when I wrote that. I was staying out there for a long time. Um, it's just, a, it's kind of a blending, a mixture of a bunch of stuff and... I went to my boyfriend's family's house for the first time and they gave me moonshine and um, I didn't realize how powerful it was. Yeah. And um, hmm. it's it's kind of a mix between a new relationship and not being sure, you know, and um, it, it was just, <laughs> it's a mix of, it's blending the feeling of being drunk and, and what alcohol can do to your body and, and the the good the high it gives you and then how it tears you down the next day. And I bet alcohol isn't on the menu for the people who want to live to forever. I, bet I that, don't know what That probably on busts down your body a lot. Mm-hmm. But then they'll just fix the it with some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> some magic science stuff. But, um, yeah, so it's kind of a metaphor for a, a relationship, a crazy relationship, something like drinking. See, I thought about uh, what it made me think of was a really well-dressed Leo. Oh, a dandelion. Yeah, sure. a dandelion. And I'm a Leo. <laughs> We're in the time of Leo right now. Right. And and I just sort of, I had this idea of like some sort of eternal, like some human being who has like become this eternal figure, like this lion figure, this lion, Leonine figure. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
frills on his arm. Like, I don't know, like something out of a, a kink song. Like, uh, well, well uh, what is it? A uh, dedicated, dedicated follower. Is a dedicated follower of fashion. fashion. But, you know, that's a theme. <laughs> it seems like in sci-fi right now, like in the last 20, 30 years, even before, you know, Philip K. Dick and all mm-hmm. these other people, Blade Runner, um, and like Prometheus and all this thing about like, and just different sci-fi shows I've seen where people want to store their who they are, their being, in you know, in different forms and yeah. put them in new bodies. Black mm-hmm. mirrors about half of their episodes yeah. are about that, and yeah. it's about kind of like the fear. And Shakespeare even had things that, like things about this, like what what will I be when I'm gone? Will I be remembered? Will mm-hmm. I just will my consciousness completely go? What what will happen? And I and that's, I mean, you're both like both of that's right in a, in a sense. Is like, do you want to live forever? I don't know. But do you the fear of death? We sometimes seem to cling on to, like I I can't I'm not ready. You know. But it, you, you, have, if you've ever been with someone, this is gonna get dark. But mm-hmm. someone who's dying and they pass while you're with them mm-hmm. it it it's while it's sad you know i did this with my own mom you know mm-hmm. it's like you're let you're seeing this uh, this final thing let go and it's beautiful you know it's yeah. like you can't i've never seen anything so pure you're talking about ram das he spent <laughs> that's that was his thing for many years was working with people who are dying he said it's the, the ultimate psychedelic experience this is is to make that passage and to be with people who are making that passage right. is a really enriching thing. Although, you know, obviously it's also, it can be really challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't really like any part of it. I mean, I held my grandmother's hand when she died and I, I only thing I feel about death in close family members and you know, I've had a few is regret, you know, I just wish they were here. That's it. Yeah. There is that. I think that too. And I think people accept death because they have to. Yeah. And I, you know, so you find a way to say, well, this is, you know, this is natural and this is this, which, you know, it is. Um, Other people's deaths are definitely tragedies. I wonder how I would, re- I, I spend a lot of time wondering how I will relate and I to wonder, my own death. I yeah. wonder if males, but, you know, the, I was going to say, I wonder if males have a different relationship to death because you guys are, uh, to generalize more involved in um you know warlike stuff it's more it's more part of your existence you know it's like you back in the old days you a lot of guys would die a lot younger you know mm-hmm. there's all kinds of battles you guys face and um but then these guys who are championing this life prolonging stuff life extension ray kurzweil aubrey de gray they're male and their main motivation is like their mothers or their wives right and that's what they said and, um, that what that they're like they they want to keep their mothers and yeah, wives well, alive. Well, when Ray Kurzweil lost his mother, he was like, "Fuck this!" Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't accept death. So right. now he's putting his whole self into changing that. Good luck, you yeah. know. Good luck. Uh, I uh, like I say, I think it's probably easy to think the, of death as a release when you don't have to deal with it. And I am uh, like, eventually, we all, except for these few people, we all are going to have to come up against that and figure out like am i gonna do am i gonna welcome 
this? Am I going to fight against it? Yeah. You I just mean, never know. Why. We get so tired when we get old. You'd probably be like, oh, please, just let me go to sleep. Yeah. You know? I mean, I my memory of old people when I was a child was Sleeping. Them, well, the, <laughs> them complaining of like a, my great grandmother being like, everyone I know is dead. And why can't I die? I mean, and that then seems you're like all full dark. of pain and yeah. emotionally and physically and you're tired. So I'm sure death, death is welcome to a lot of people at some point. But none of us, none of us here yet. No. Yeah, we still have things to do. Mm. Greg's got to go do some rock and roll tours where he jumps around while mm-hmm. he can still do those splits. <laughs> Stretch those okay. hamstrings. Sylvia, you got records to produce. You I got, want a tour. You got records that you're that are, you're just sitting on that aren't even haven't even come out yet. Yeah. We got to you know you got to get the Radio Eight Ball bump to make that happen. So I'm here doing Thank doing everything you. I can. Appreciate doing it. everything I can for you. Appreciate you know, I I don't know what I have to live for, but I, there must be something. <laughs> there must there must be something. Another season of Radio Eight Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I got to say just how much I appreciate the two of you for coming out and putting so much energy into this, particularly you, Sylvia. I, I know a lot. There was a lot of work and getting people lined up for this and making the theme song and all of the everything that goes into it and i just hope that when it comes out it, you feel like wow that was that was worth all of that no for sure yeah. i mean yeah. this was it's great for me it's just fun to be surrounded by some people that you know and one that you didn't but mm-hmm. like you know it feels really great to have all that attention and then you know yeah and the songs are the songs are really gorgeous a really Thank you. very very great, very grateful to Gabriel Gordon for introducing you to Radio Eight Ball. I, I appreciate you asking me to be here. It was a oh, lot of fun for me. Of course, I knew, I knew when you were there the, on that other session that's that you were a cool person. I, I wanted to have you here, so I'm glad it worked out. Hmm. And <clears throat> so, let me just do a little bit of. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everyone. It's. Uh, Starburns Industries for letting me continue to do this show on Starburns Audio, particularly our engineer Travis Clark, giving us the high sign from behind the board, always making a sound so great, and uh, you don't know how much work I. This is a, this is a comedy studio. We usually just have people just come in and talk on these mics, and I, I push this studio to its limits. In terms, he's yeah. over there. In terms of what it's capable of, and we, and I hope you all appreciate it. Those of you who are listening, I want to thank everyone who did listen uh, or will be listening in the future, and, and uh, for sharing your attention and intentions with us. And I hope we generated some massive synchronicities in your life, and that you got inspired to maybe go check out this artist's music and other artists who are on Radio Eight Ball. Thanks to all of the guests, all of your friends who shared their questions and were really game to just play along and 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 have some fun with this. And again, thank the both of you. It you know you're the stars of this show and I'm super happy to have met you. Likewise, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. And so until next time I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle.
Segura Show.